0: Oh, yeah. that's, that sounds personal. That sounds like.
1: Well, that question. was a school and work situation. So now, because okay. I'm not part of that, I don't work anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Manny is kind of dead. So We're now it's to sh- Tony. Maybe we
2: should bring it back?
1: No. Nah, no, because that was like <laughs> working in corporate <laughs> environments. Does
2: your mom call you
1: Manny? <laughs> or no, my mom uh, used to call me Tony. My mom passed. Okay. Everybody I calls me t- Tony. Okay, okay. All my family and friends. Yeah. I unless like I, like, that too. Unless I too met you in school. Like, I mean, if I met you in school, then, you know, I met, they will say, you know, they'll call me Manny because it says Manuel Antonio, and yeah. I'm not going to be like, to the teacher, call me Tony.
0: Right.
1: And then at work, people call me Ma- Manuel or Manny. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like if you called me Tony, you know my mom mm. or you know my family, you know, you from the neighborhood or whatever. Right. So I, it was a way for me to, like, separate people.
0: Oh, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. Well, if y'all tuning in right now, if you uh, recognize the voice, anybody from uptown, honestly anybody in the and from the Caribbean that knows the art scene, probably recognize that voice. Um we're here, Cafe Fuerte, episode three. This is episode three. This is episode three. We're here with uh the uh local legend, <laughs> Tony Peralta. Don't laugh. It's laugh. true. Okay, thank it's you. It's true. So um is your girl Amy here, Nick, um, cafe fuerte. Yep. And uh we're so fucking excited about this episode. I'm we ecstatic.
2: I've been excited about this since like midnight last night. I'm so excited. Shout out
0: to you for even saying yes so last minute cuz I can't believe we're sitting here in fucking Brooklyn.
1: I mean, you know, it is and what it is. Tripped it I tripped it out cuz oh, I, really? I, I, th- I don't I don't I don't come I don't I don't I I don't really come to Brooklyn that much anymore. So. Any
0: Where where you hang out with? Like well, I went
1: to Long out? Island University.
0: Oh. oh wow, downtown. Well, that's downtown. That's still downtown Brooklyn. Yeah, so,
1: I used to come to Brooklyn all the time. I just, I'm just really tired of taking the subway. That's what it is. I'm
0: fed up with the train. Yeah, so. Like, I'm over it, and the snow hasn't even started yet. Can I just tell you that but when I went to
1: a liquor store right here, and I walk in, this girl, like, sh- she was like this, and she goes, oh, my God, I love your art. <laughs> oh, I love your work.
0: Good. See? And then he chuckles when I said local legend. Right. I mean, I'm
1: just saying. That happens all the time. But, like, I was in Brooklyn, you know. Right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting somebody <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's tight. on Nordstrom, That's really on nor- whatever, Pacific. Nost- all the way Nordstrom.
0: I used to call it Nordstrom. I don't even know how the fuck I used Nostren. to pronounce it. Nordstrom. No, but I used to say something different. Anyway, so we're here. Um, I don't know Nick. you want to introduce this episode. I feel like you're so articulate with why we're here and why we have this uh, very special guest.
2: Um, I want to let the conversation flow, but first I want Tony to, Peralta, to to introduce you himself,
1: can t- you can call me Tony. Um, Tony,
2: and tell us a little bit about his art and what he does, and how long he's been doing it.
1: Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me all the oh way to know. Brooklyn. Uh, my name is Tony Peralta, and I'm in I'm a contemporary artist and entrepreneur from Washington Heights. I was born and raised in Washington Heights. Um, Do you still live in the same block? No, I I moved. I lived. Uh, I live. Um, I live in Inwood. But for all Dominicans, Washington Heights and Inwood are the same thing. Um, Inwood is the other, you know, Dykeman. Dykeman is Inwood. That's the name of the, the area. I've been living there for 18 years. Mm. So, um, yeah, you know, um, I do uh, screen printing as the medium, silkscreen. Um, I opened up a shop called Taller Peralta a year ago, a year ago this Sunday. Mm. And, um, anniversary. Thank you.
2: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And that's
1: about it. I mean, you know, I'm just a creative. Yeah.
2: Tight. How long have you been designing clothes? Oh.
1: um,
2: Because I know you do, well, you do mixed art, right? Like mixed media art.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, so I've been doing, the clothing stuff started in 2015. Sorry, not 2015. 2005-2006 I started the Peralta project. Um, I used to work I had a couple of different jobs but my first job official job was at a PR marketing company and I was the design director there and then and I was for urban brands so I've been to like Magic and like in the height of like FUBU and Hmm. excuse me academics echo all of that wow. that's how i got my start the company i worked for we used to do product placement mm-hmm. uh for urban brands um then a few years later i started working designing accessories like boys and girls backpacks and stuff like that and then was in designing handbags for women um Ooh, and i hope you think that's yeah so, so, um, at some point, I was really tired of being in front of the computer, and I decided that I wanted to do something else, like a little something a little bit more organic. And then um, I took a screen printing class. I even pre- prior to that, I always Where did wanted
2: to take a screen printing class.
1: At, at SVA. But prior to that, I actually, like, looked up screen printing. This was the beginning of, like, YouTube and stuff. And um, I kind of taught myself how to do that. But even, even before, I would do, like, graphics and, like, and print them on iron-ons. Mm. But I would print it on opaque iron-on so I could do it on black shirts. Mm. So that's kind of, like, my start. But even prior to that, when, when I was 17, me and my best friend Leo, we uh, did a T-shirt. And we was, like, we, was starting, we were trying to start our own T-shirt company. Nice. And we did this one design, and, like, we were selling it to the drug dealers in the block. What year was that, if you don't remember I was 17, so probably 92, 93. Just to give people an idea with a vibe. 91, 91, 92. So it's crazy because, like, you know, I remember this specifically. We went to a Zulu Nation reunion party, right? Wow. No, not reunion. A Zulu Nation anniversary party. They used to do these, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember there was this girl selling these T-shirts, Oh, there was somebody selling T-shirts, and we asked them, like, oh, my God, where can you get this made? Mm. And they pointed us to some some um, woman in the Bronx, mm-hmm. and we went. Her name was Oni. Like, I never forget that, mm-hmm. her name. And, like, I used to draw a lot. So it's like I had my, my design. So in the 90s, there was – um, I used to sell a lot of bootleg shirts in mm-hmm. Harlem. and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure everywhere. Right. And there would be ones, like, with, like, rap lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know – Today was a good day. Whatever you know, mm-hmm. so my my design was leaders of the no not the leaders of the what's the name of the guys from Jersey, uh, Lords of the Underground. Mm. I, I I live for the funk that song. Right. So I, my T-shirt was it said I live for the dot dot dot, die for the dot dot dot, and in the back it was a character that I did with the afro and the word name and the word funk on it. Mm. so that was the first t-shirt that, so that we did up. yeah and um you know we made like 24 or 12 like we scraped up our money i used to work in a supermarket leo leo worked oh. at his dad's store and like we made these shirts and it sucks because leo then went to college and mm-hmm. in, in atlanta wow. so that was like our short-lived career as like t-shirt designers <laughs> and stuff but imagine like he didn't go to he didn't go away to school like right. We probably would have, you know, there was nobody doing that in Washington Heights back in the day. So I can
0: imagine how tough it must have been, even to troop anybody. Like, if that was a the place they told you about, I'm pretty sure there was so, like, there was like, like limited places
1: that you can go get that done. I mean, think about it. Like, you don't, you're 17 years old and you're from, you know, and you're firstborn generation. So it's okay. like, you don't know. All I know is. Oh, yeah. So you were born here, right? Yeah. Born. Mm-hmm. So all I know is, all I know is the drug dealers. Like if I know how, if I needed to get coke <laughs> or some shit, like I know where to get it, you know, or weed. But as far as like, there was nobody. You know, there was people into obviously playing baseball and 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 other things like that. But there wasn't another artist in the community. You what know, made you turn
2: to art and not like, cause at that time drugs were really accessible. You could have easily sold drugs. Well,
1: so I've always been drawing since a kid, and. I, f- I mm-hmm. really felt that I wasn't put in this earth for that. So that wasn't for so since I was a since I was a child, I felt like m- my life had a purpose. I just didn't know what it was. Mm. But when I had a fear of going to jail. Oh, right? That's real. W- and right. on top of that like I felt that because my purpose wasn't to sell drugs, mm-hmm. the first day I would get um the first day of me selling drugs, uh-huh, I would get spent. punished by oh. God. For doing something that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Wow. So that kind of like. What's
0: your earliest memory of that of that thought crossing your mind?
1: No, that's in as as a teen. You know, because I mean, when I was you know in high school, it would it would have been. Look, I went to George Washington High School. I don't know if you are familiar, but that was like mm-hmm. one of the worst high schools at that time. And mm-hmm. I, I entered I entered high school in 1989. And I I was born. <laughs> and it was <laughs> that's why and why it was I crazy that no it's so it's all good, my age. and it's crazy, and it was a crazy time and um and it's just something that again, like I didn't i the drug dealers with their lore wasn't cool to me because like you know I remember like when you come home late the drug- on a on a that cold winter day the dudes are outside like i remember seeing guys inside of the car they're f- they're fucking freezing right, because right. they have to be outside from 12 to 12 yeah. so there was it's
0: so interesting cuz you always hear people say shit like like drug dealing life seems so glamorous but it's drug true. dealing life guys is on the not
1: glamorous not, it's really not it's no not. i mean we know yeah. you, you don't leave, leave the saying, like, you don't leave the block you're from there from 12 to 12 right, right? you'd be like
0: if you leave the same corner
1: exactly you know they like they had to like you know Like, my mother, who was a a little hustler, used to make lunches for drug dealers because they couldn't leave. You know what I'm saying? So, there was like, yeah, my mom would make lunch. You know, they would pay her, her like, $5. I didn't
2: even think about that. But think about it, too, because, like, I know from my experience, like, I used to bartend to that stuff. When drug dealers come in, even if it's, like, for a little $5 sandwich, they'll give you $20. Oh, yeah. And you'll just be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Gracias. Yeah, yeah. You be hyped.
1: Now, of course, like, I used to cut hair. I used to, I learned how to cut my own hair. Mm-hmm. And, like, I re- there was a couple of times where, like, you know, I knew the drug dealers. They were, they were, it was, they were really cool. Mm-hmm. And there was like, yo, Tony, like, I need a haircut. Can you go get the clippers? Like, I literally cut this guy Chuchu's hair in the street. I've literally gone to the spot shitting bricks, you know, because, like, what if the cops come? Like, I'm fucked. Right. Yeah, because you're not even there doing that. You're just Yeah, hair. I'm just there cutting hair you know so i've been <laughs> i've 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 done those things right. yeah so yeah so art to me is like the thing of ab- this is the thing when it when it comes to w- when it comes to art mm-hmm. i've i've said this before where art i feel like saved my life because yeah. i it was the only thing i was really good at so in elementary school like it, i wasn't good at math right but i was good at be doing art so it's same Right, so it was like in elementary school they used to take me out of my class to put me in a a special art program. In element, in in junior high school, I used to be part of a, a talent class. Meaning, if you there was a T in your class, you either took chorus or orchestra or art. So I used to take art. Mm -hmm. You know, so being so, junior high school, I was a really bad student. Like I got kicked out, but I still was a good. I was still. (laughs) I was still. What
2: were you doing that was so bad?
1: Is that I used to be, I used to get bored. So, I was always, like, making jokes. Like, I would be oh, was the, like class the class clown. clown. Yeah, so it's like, you got to go. Yeah, you like know, like, this, disrupting, disrupting the class, the you know. You
2: weren't scared of your mom? Cause I'm petri-
1: of course. Mom. Yeah.
0: Did you grow up with mom and dad?
1: No, just mom. Yeah, of course. My mom was, Same. I have got a lot of ass beatings, scared. trust me, you know. And then it's like, there was times, I still have my report card from junior high school. It's wow. all red. It's all red. And And my mom, I used to just, I used to fake my mom's signature. And also, I would be like, and hey, you know, whatever, blah, blah. Like, I used to right. just, you know, lie to my mother and shit.
2: Would she give you the side eye? I'm like, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess my mom was busy with, like, you know, taking care of four kids. Like, I mean, right. you know, my mom was very tough lady.
2: Where do you fall in that?
1: I'm third. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I'm second <laughs> one of four,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm the oldest. So, person. my my um my mom was very 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 tough. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of good ass whoopings my mom gave me. So.
0: Yikes. Yeah. It's so crazy though how like we talk about like knowing when something's for you mm-hmm. very early on even if you don't know what to do with it. So like yeah. you knowing that like you've always loved art. It's like you kind of don't need to know, just as long as you embrace it, or at least like know that that <laughs> was your purpose. Because there have been other people who have been good at art, but street life was more yeah. alluring. You I know, used to daydream
1: about it. About what? I used to daydream about being famous That's and funny. and being like oh, art yeah. and art and art and stuff like that.
0: Do you have a daydream of something that actually happened?
1: I mean, you could say you you know what, Daniel Peralta. It's kind of like you could say it's a daydream because I used mm-hmm. to. You don't understand how many times I've me me and my best friend just mm-hmm. talking about like man like just having my own, our own our own space like having our own space or art space or, or 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 anything like that having my own business like it was just talk you know because you know Washington High uptown has gotten really expensive mm-hmm. and I just never thought that I don't know I just never thought that. To tell you the truth, I've never thought that I'll be where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't a goal and that wasn't in the plans. Like one when I went to college, I wanted to be art, I wanted to be a director. Ooh. Right? I, I love film. film. film? Yeah. Okay. Mhm. And and when I graduated from college, I I couldn't find a, a a production assistant job. You know, because at that time there wasn't filming that many um, shows in New York City, right? right. Um one of my goals was to work for um hype williams nice. big dog films and right. i saw him in tower records in 14 on 14th street one day and i was so nervous because m- by nature i am a shy person right mm-hmm. and i was like holy shit and it was just like it's one of those moments where it's like i have to talk to this guy <laughs> i have to and I, I was like giving myself a pep talk and I went up to him, and I was like, "Look, like I want to work for you. I know Big Dog Films. I can't find the number. I just need a number. You know what I'm saying?" Because this he is, gave it this
0: to is me. pre-internet, so this is what people had to do. Yeah, no,
1: like, it's like calling 411 and like all that stuff. Right. And um, and then it sucks because I've called, I called a couple of times, and like never heard from anybody, mm-hmm. and then just like stopped. But um,
2: was it in New York, though?
1: It was in New York.
2: What How? stopped you from just going?
1: I couldn't find the address. So I had the but number. When
2: you called you didn't ask for the address?
1: because no, nobody picked it up. Um yeah. So, you know, but um but so with with the Peralta project is something that I started to do just because I wanted to do something. Like, you know, I worked for you know, working for a corporate a company like you're working for somebody else, right? So I needed an I needed something else to do. You know, like I, I love my job. I love like it was it was uh it was a challenge you know working and creating women's handbags and hardware right. all these things i didn't i didn't go to school for that that's so crazy. you were you were
2: designing handbags when you wanted to to do the like fil- direction or- no
1: that was after that's years later you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that was years later it's just like i i you know i'm a cancer right so a friend of mine gave me so i've always managed to have a different route mm-hmm. of getting to To a destination, right? Mm -hmm. And like my friend blew my mind not too long ago because he goes, Yeah, my son is, you and my son have the same birthday. Y'all cancers, y'all walk sideways. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all walk sideways (laughs) to to your destination. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Damn, word. That's (laughs) been like, that's what I've been doing all my life. So like, I wanted, when I was working for this PR marketing company, I wanted to work for an urban brand, but I was, these these guys that that were graphic designers at FUBU or whatever these people were so like advanced with their graphic design. I was my show my show was crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was you know the, the the people that I've met my mentors now like these guys were f- huge and working for these uh, urban brands, and I, I was just very insecure about like my skills as a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. So I found a job you know in fashion and i learned how to design uh, accessories you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it was and i was happy with it like the f- my f- that job that i had my first accessory jobs i used to do like care bears and little little uh, strawberry shortcake and Get all that shit I used yeah to those. those backpacks like these licensed backpacks yeah, yeah. and i had a lot of fun with it you know and even when i started to design handbags like i got i got to go to china and 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 exper- experience that so as long as I was being creative, I was happy, right? Mm-hmm. It was a challenge. Mm-hmm. But then I wanted to kind of like, I had my own ideas. I always loved fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my graph, my own like t shirt design ideas. So I, I kind of started my own thing. That's
2: fucking tight. What would you say, like, what's the difference between your creative process now and like back then?
1: <sighs> I think back then it was, I was just a lot more f- focused on it. Like, you know, if it's looking through Mass Appeal magazine, like I have a collection of magazines in my, in my apartment yeah. from that time. If it's Mass Appeal Complex, like when Complex first started, I have the source from 1980. like The, the yeah, source that I – yeah. yeah, I have old sources. I was
0: talking about how much I used to love vibes. Yeah,
1: I have like vibes. I have all that. So looking through those magazines was a way for me to – it was like doing research, and that's mm-hmm. how I would get um, my ideas. As opposed to now, it's just uh, it's maybe any. Like if it's mm-hmm. like if it's being on the subway or if it's talking to y'all about something, and I'm like, yo, wait a minute, I got a freaking idea. Or you know, it's, it, it it comes to me. Do you, to do you me write the
0: them down? Like, what's your? What's I your do. Way of sometimes
1: arguing? I do. I I, I have. I write it on my notes. Mm-hmm. But then if it's a really good idea, I don't write it, and then I'll forget. But it'll still come to me. And when it <laughs> comes to when it comes to me, then I'll work on it.
2: Do you do it immediately, or is there usually some lag time that you like? Don't just go right into it.
1: No, it's like <laughs> it's weird. Because there's like this whole
2: like I feel like right now we're in that generation of like Virgil and like all these type of people that yeah. literally will think about something, and the minute that they think about it, they'll just go.
1: Oh, I, and yeah, totally. I mean, well,
2: because we're like it's that Instagram you gotta go generation. Well, the
1: mm-hmm. thing is that like for instance, the other day I put up uh, a t-shirt design. Of um, a mal de ojo, right? Mm-hmm. I've been yeah, having I've been having that shit. I've been having that idea, just the idea, for a year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. And then the other day I literally sat down and started working on it. That's it, right? I've been having an asabache on my computer. I think for three years that I did w- another graphic that I did, but I was like never like excited about it. So it's just there. It's th- I have so many things on ice. Is ridiculous.
2: How long did it take for you to do that Nike project? Because you did a project with Nike. Was it last year or was it this year? No, it was the summer. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Literally this it year. literally took me it three days. Jerseys, it was the right? jersey,
1: right? It literally took me three days.
2: What do you mean? I designed like to it. to set up?
1: No, no. So I got hit How up. How
2: long did it take you to, from start to finish as far as like they hit you up to like when you actually. Okay, completed. so
1: I got, so this is a funny story um i was i got hit up in on a in april Mm -hmm. about uh this nike project the soccer thing or whatever um i sent over (laughs) reference i sent over designs i even and i even sent over like a dominican jersey that i said right there was like yeah like they're looking for somebody from uptown to design an uptown jersey blah blah this is how much it is i was like all right cool you know i was leaving to dr that week like that monday i sent the things on friday like just my references i think it was yeah. thursday friday i, I get the the i hear from them on monday that was like yo can you have something can you have like a draft on thursday i'm like no nah, i'm going to make republic i'm going to go celebrate <laughs> my dad's birthday
0: right right <laughs> it was like
1: there's nothing you could do beforehand i'm like no like <laughs> i have a business to run like this la- i hate last minute stuff i hate it right? Especially because I have other shit to do.
2: So you were really, like, because a lot of people would say it's Nike. Like, don't... Yeah. No,
1: I did. I said, yeah, I don't think I could do this. I told them, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> I come back, I come back na- the following week and and, and and the guy who I was working with was like, damn, I don't know if they're going to go for it. And then he emails me. He talks to them and emails me. He was like, oh, you know what? They gave you an extension. Like, you could do it when you come back. I was like, all That's right. Amazing. But I was dead ass. was like, I'm not doing... I can't. <laughs>
2: it's like, I Meanwhile, got fans like, the 20-something-year-old, you would have been like, are you stupid?
1: Okay. <laughs> no, because you know what? Like, I live... You. This is what it is. It's like, I try to live my life very of headache-free. Mm-hmm. You know, I work for myself. I, I've already had headaches. Mm-hmm. I worked for companies before. You know, right. yo le comi la miel de la gente ya. Mm-hmm. Yo no le quiero comer la miel de nadie right now. That's right. So it's basically... So it's like, like, yo, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? But... I am going my, my I father's turning 70 like family that yeah. that is more important for sure family you know? is definitely 100% more important. So then <laughs> when I when I came though. back I did that shit in 3 days or 2 you just like or 3 in. I it was just like no nah, it was just like that shit was fucking easy like it was just like <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the crazy thing is like and I was well, the crazy thing is I was waiting back for like comments right mm. and I'm like you know I don't like that either Nah, they loved everything and they picked you know and as a matter of fact there was just supposed to pick one design mm-hmm. for the teams and then the whole thing in, in the soho was like these badges or whatever now nah, mm-hmm. they took everything everything that. that i did they took and then i got the call that was like yo tony you could put your logo on i was like what
2: yeah
1: what, what? Good. i was like i can't wait I'm very petty, so I was like, I can't <laughs> wait for this to come out. Because everybody could suck my dick. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> no, that's fucking real. That is real. Because that's another part of being a creative is that you got a lot of naysayers. So when you that's finally true. do have a win, it's like, it takes a lot though to admit that. Because a lot of us be like. Like low key feeling, out be like, nah. I can't no, wait. because it's just
1: like you know, people. You know, I I've noticed fake love, and I don't. You know, what I'm saying. 100%. So fake it's support. just like, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever. Be like, you know, and then when this Nike shit, everybody was like, so many people.
0: How many? How <sighs> many? I'm so proud of you. Text messages did you get?
1: No, it's not about te- I don't. I don't get text messages. Oh. Uh, there was a lot of like, was it text message? I don't know, cause I ignore a lot of it. But. It was just a lot of tweets and a lot of yo and a lot of DMs and all this other shit and mm-hmm. and and it was like it was dope. It was just, you know it was just funny. Just I had so I had the number one requested graphic mm-hmm. at the Soho when on this project. I wasn't the only graphic designer. There was three other So but when you say at, at
0: the Soho, what do you So
1: basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was two things about that that project. There was a City Clash project, which was a, uh, a citywide um, tournament, mm-hmm. right? And you had downtown, uptown, Brooklyn, and Queens, right? Mm-hmm. So there was four graphic designers working on that project. We also made extra graphics that are more like localized, like I did Washington Heights, Bro- uh, Bronx, Dykeman or whatever, and we, you was able to go to the Nike Soho store and 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 customize your own jersey with my graphics or whoever's graphics. Oh. I had the number one requested graphics. Yeah. They told me that in Nike, and they ran out of Dominican flags. I was
0: gonna say somebody. They, they've been saying that Dominicans they get the new Puerto Ricans, like Dominicans really are the new Puerto, Puerto Ricans. New York. I, I mean, don't know what that means. That's crazy. No, because, because in
2: my eyes, somos la misma gente. No, 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 but, no but it's no, not we're that. Just that it's about just. Like, as far as like culturally, like flags, like the type of people, where it's like no, like the way the they used to see PR oh, the a next lot generation.
0: Over. Puerto, that Puerto Ricans
1: <laughs> were the biggest group of of, Latino, yeah. of Latinos here in New York City, and you know you guys left, and a lot of y'all live in Orlando. Orlando, yeah. I I don't come. It's unfortunate. Like I don't come across Puerto Ricans like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and Dominicans have you know grown a lot, even in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I mean. As a matter of fact, the Bronx has more Dominicans now than Washington Heights than Manhattan. Mm,
2: that's fucking crazy. How do you feel about this next generation of Puerto R- of Dominicans that don't really speak Spanish? That blew my mind when I first met a Dominican <sighs> that didn't speak Spanish. I, know, look, I was like, yo, like that's crazy.
1: But but the difference is na- the, this is the difference though. Like you, you see that because you have some irresponsible parents, right? So it's like if it's, you know. It's people who are my age that are having kids that you know. I speak English, you know. Maybe their maybe their kids are not around their grandparents like that, you know. So like my nephew, my youngest nephew talks really bad Spanish, like terrible. You know what I'm saying? But he's he's no, but I'm talking well not my youngest, so because I mean Sean, I don't even know. Like Sean is 14, but my 18 year old nephew, he's just like it's just really bad, you know Mm -hmm. and you know, but like even
2: at eighteen he could still learn. No, he knows if how he to he knows how to
1: speak it. Yeah. Pero bien feo. being yeah, no. just like Puerto Ricans were talking that shit in the eighties and nineties. Bien feo in the mm. Bronx. Ah. You know, ajo and like and all that oh, shit. Wait, sorry, shit, no, 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 shit. No, 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 Puerto, like, ho, but, no. Sorry, no, no, no. I just messing with you. No, 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 no. Like, if you in the in Puerto Rico, you say ajo.
2: Like my dad says a up in the I'm just messing with you. But like the Puerto Ricans
1: were talking in Spanish really bad in the eighties and nineties. But the thing is, but what's different now for all of us than back then is that there's Bad Bunny and there's there's all these, like, Latin stars, right?
2: See, but then I, I could, because then we had that, like, early 2000s wave where it was all about Daddy Yankee, Don Omar. See, pero,
1: but I'm, but you're, talking, you're talking about 2000, but I'm talking about in the 80s, there was nobody.
2: No, what are you talking about? You have Hector Laveau. You no,
1: have- but see, that's Spanish music. So, if you're an American, if you're American Latino, right, you might not be fucking with Spanish music like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always look at somebody like Fat Joe, right? Fat Joe didn't know how to speak no Spanish. Mm. Now he does. Like, he had to learn. Look at Bobito. Bobito taught himself how to speak Spanish. So, these guys who grew up in hip-hop, right, who were assimilating more to American culture, right, right and and around African-Americans right they lose they, they they weren't really in touch with their Puerto Rican roots well
2: i'll say that because again when puerto ricans came here in the 60s and in the 50s they were put into these african american neighborhoods mm-hmm. so when we were put into these project buildings it's kind of like we were lumped into one yeah but that was like mm-hmm. you said the responsibility of the grandparents to yes. teach like my great grandmother and grandparents speak to my parents in spanish and my parents spoke to us so i'm capable of speaking it yeah but again, it's the responsibility of the parent. Yeah. I think I think yes and no. I
0: think that, um, you know, obviously as a parent, you should be more intentional. But I I, I think I want to give him a little more credit in that only because my mom was, even though she was born in DR, um, she didn't speak Spanish as much. But I speak Spanish, I'd like to believe, pretty decent. Um, and it had very little to do with my mom. I don't ever, sp- I don't think my mom knows how much Spanish I know how to speak. But it wasn't because of her. It was because that was
2: like my
1: intention it varies
2: it say again it's like for example for me i grew up for the first five years of my life with my godmother who's dominican mm-hmm. so i have a dominican accent even though i'm puerto rican yeah and my spanish again i i forgot how to speak spanish from like first grade through like middle school and then i went to go see my grandmother years later my, my godmother years later and i I wasn't able to articulate as much as I could when I was a kid because it was my first language. Mm-hmm. Because I was always in these English-speaking schools. Yeah. But it was my responsibility at 11 years old, even though, you know, my Spanish was moncho. I had to fix it because, yeah. again, I forgot it from all those shit, years ago.
0: Music, no, music taught me. I had no idea what I was saying. I mean, when my Spanish. The shit <coughs> out of Anthony Santos song. I Had no idea what I was saying.
1: Nah, and I I feel like now <laughs> now we're like like these kids, you know, like. These kids love Spanish, you know, trap music, Spanish trap. That's they like dembow. They like reggaeton. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have that growing up. I ain't have that. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you look at freestyle artists, they weren't doing that shit in Spanish, no, Lisa Lisa right? So when you look, when you think about the urban Latino,
2: Elisa Lisa was Puerto Rican. It's just crazy. I didn't know. Yeah.
1: That. So when you think about, I mean, look, Jennifer Lopez didn't know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. But now, mm-hmm. people, we we have those things. So that okay, kid, Selena that didn't k- speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah, fucking Selena. So like that kid who don't. Who doesn't know how to speak Spanish? Maybe he'll pick it up later. Like my Spanish got better because I would go to the Maker Public every. I go to the Maker Public every year now as an adult. You know what they I'm saying?
0: They used to send you when, uh, during summer. They
1: used to send me when I was younger, but you know there was a moment where my my, 16 years old. There was times I'll be talking to my mother and I'm like. Yeah, like, yeah, oh. but that's how it happens but, uh, because we're
2: all in these yeah. American environments. But it doesn't
1: now. It's like people, it, you know, I've, I had to do uh, um, interviews in Spanish, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, I go to DR all the time, so my Spanish got better.
2: Right. I think it is a kind of like a muscle that we do have. Yes, to, yes,
1: no,
0: one hundred percent. I'll never forget though. Being a, it's one thing to talk it kind of broken up and like yeah. in certain environments. Another thing is to have to be interviewed in another language. Yeah. Forever.
2: So, a question for you. Are you Latino first or are you Caribbean first? That's a great. That's fucking a good question. question.
1: I'm Dominican. I'm from New York.
0: That well, did not answer I, okay. the question. At home. There was two options.
2: <laughs> and you just wait. He, he did the cancer thing. <laughs> he did this way. <coughs> we don't need that.
1: <laughs> I never said Caribbean. That's some. Bro- that's some Brooklyn shit.
2: That's no, definitely not that definitely. If somebody, if
1: somebody, if somebody asks me that question, mm-hmm. that yo, well, you, first of all, I would never say like. I don't think you would ever catch me say I'm Latino. I say I'm Dominican.
2: Why is that? I mean, well, you have to when you check a box, right? No, because but I'm like I'm curious why don't you
0: say Latino? Cuz
1: If somebody says, "Yo, you, what are you?" I'm like, "I'm Dominican."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to say Dominican. I'm not say Latino. The first thing is I'm Dominican. Caribbean is like No, I, I don't I don't know. I never I've never said that before in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Unless they go, "What's the Republic in the Caribbean?" You, never the heard Caribbean,
2: of you even say it weird. Right? You say it like pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> That's how like not used to it you are saying it. That's Caribbean. Funny. Do you, do I you, know you identify it as a
0: word with the term Latino?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, sure. Like I, if you had to, I'm check Latino. A box, I'm Caribbean.
2: Latino? Or are you gonna mm-hmm. check? Like, I, other? When I check box, are you gonna check other and then be like Dominican?
1: <laughs> no, I I fuck with that on purpose.
2: <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I can see that sometimes i am
1: i get insulted by those questions
0: they have Same. a
2: new checkbox of like black dominican yeah I think, i'm sorry black latino uh-huh. uh white oh, latino I hate that where shit. because they usually have, have white it?
0: and it means non-hispanic yeah, <laughs> is that, yeah. what is, is
2: that a i don't question? i don't like, I don't, like, like those that i'm light-skinned as fuck but i'd be checking that black box like no crazy. real talk i do too yeah i'm I do too. and i'm light and i know I'm i wonder light.
0: though because with me i remember um you and I had this conversation like four years ago where it's like for a long time, I didn't even identify with the term Latino yeah, at all. Yeah. For me, that was a Mexican. Like that was like South American or some shit. But because you grew up in New York, our term is Hispanic. So I would say I'm Spanish or Hispanic. I hate, I mean, no, first of all. No, real we'll Spanish now, I hate but Spanish. that was something that I didn't even question right. growing up. Like Latino? No, I'm not. That's because you Brooklyn. Yeah, That's
1: because you grew up in Brooklyn. All
2: right, hey, I'm gonna need this tranquilo, look. look tranquilo. I'm gonna need this anti-Brooklyn culture. No, I'm divide. just saying. No, <laughs> no, I, no, I no, 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 no. It's him. not that. It's not that. You know what? It is? It's just like. <laughs> but I'm telling you, no, it's a different
1: world. Just think about it. I mean, look here. You, when you grew up in Brooklyn, you grow, you growing you, you, you grew up. You, you're growing. Look around here. You got the whole Caribbean. You know, you you go one yeah. part. You got Haitians. You got Jamaicans. You got Panamanians. You got. I mean, That's coming here, this
0: are not even Caribbean. No, they're not. But well, they're, it's they're like not. The Gulf. No, it's not. They're literally they're closer they're to Central Ma- They're Central American. Yeah. Oh, it's lit.
1: Yeah, but um.
0: But it's interesting though. We think
2: of no, but but if they're black,
1: their they their 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 um their lineage comes from Jamaicans. Yeah. But really, I didn't no, know no, that.
2: Th- no, it's the drop off. It's slave drop offs.
1: No. So what happened is a lot of Jamaican, a lot of Panamanians that are black. Um, when they were building the Panama Canal, they brought um, Jamaicans to the Panama Canal. So if you ever see Panamanians mm-hmm. that look like That's Jamaicans. That's why
0: they have that, um, that West Indian Afri- uh, accent when they speak in English. Th- I fucks with my what Panamanians. What do you think so. El Shout General invented in reggaeton? Shout out to my girl, Ben Bona, though. That's you, my bitch right What do you
1: think El General invented reggaeton? Y tu pum pum mami mami yeah. and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Spanish reggae. It comes from that. Pero, like yeah. I said, That's so sense. here in Brooklyn, this is like, a whole different world than it is in Washington Heights 100%. and Inwood. So, you know, saying Caribbean or whatever, Caribbean, well, Caribbean, <laughs> <laughs> Caribbean is different. Well, the reason know. why
2: I say Caribbean is because I was working around here, I was bartending when I was 19 years old. And this guy came up to me, I thought I was cute, whatever, I'm bartending. He's like, what are you? And I thought, I was like, I'm Puerto Rican. And he was like, some black guy, he was like, same boat, different drop off. Yeah. And I was like, he yeah, like I made see. me feel that small. So quick. And I was like, okay. And then I went to L.A. I moved to L.A. a couple of years later, like a year later. And my friend's grandmother was talking to me one time. And she's like, oh, you're Puerto Rican? I said, yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. She said, oh, you must make some bomb ass tacos. I said, no, ma'am. <laughs> I can make you some rice and beans. I, I can right. make you a me plantain, but I don't know nothing about no tacos. And that was me trying to be nice to this older lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in that moment is when I acknowledged. I was like, oh, <sighs> for, for me personally... I'm not the Latino that you check off on the box Mm -hmm. of being South American or Central American. I'm Caribbean, and for those reasons, I have my platanos, my yuca.
1: Everything is regional. So, like, you know, the majority of Spanish-speaking people, Latinos, son Mexicano here in the the United States. So that's why somebody's going to say something like that. But here in the East Coast, is different. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? we're Puerto, There's Puerto Ricans, there's Cubans, there's Dominicans. Right. So we, there's more of the Caribbean culture. That's why, like, L.A. is... It,
2: but that was kind of when I started to acknowledge. I'm like, oh, Jamaicans eat rice and peas. We eat arroz con rice yeah. and beans. We all... Oh, and it started to make sense. And then I started to look into our history and saw what that guy said a couple years before, which is same boat, different drop off. So when yeah. we get dropped off, off from these boats... We're still making our Yeah, miles I miles.
1: mean, We're our, our, we was dropped off first, Dominican yeah. Republic. Yeah,
2: well, uh, Puerto Seven. Rico,
1: yeah, and then... No, Dominican the Republic. I'm pretty... Mm, when uh, when Christopher up. Columbus landed, was in the Española. Uh, so. I thought it was Puerto Rico first. Don't, no. We don't want the nigga anyway. So I'm, just, like,
0: saying. I'm, not I'm just saying. Claim. I'm just saying. Well, it. the thing
1: is, you know, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be us. Unfortunately, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. okay with No, that. still, I still would fuck him, whatever. But it, I, it wouldn't I, be I us. I still
2: believe that maybe I would have been a little bit more Diana looking or whatever. Maybe, Diana maybe Diana I wouldn't have my my um, black features. I maybe I you wouldn't have, have black
1: some No, you wouldn't have none of those.
0: Right, right. I like how and I would have been my great 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 great. Yeah, we would have
1: been. You know, we would have been eating. You would have been eating. You know, whatever. Freaking. Indigenous things that Puerto I'm Rican. With that. I'm no, with no, I'm that. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm
2: okay no, with I, feel saying. I feel you. You know, saying that I wouldn't be wouldn't, at the Morenito. i would be something else. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you have the sweater that I fell in love with, Morena. Yes. Yeah. What was the inspiration behind that sweater?
1: <laughs> no. So the the so a few years ago I started to make. I you know when I first started the Peralta project, it was more about trying to be a streetwear brand, and yes, please. And um, I, was a, I was trying to be, a, a, I was trying to be, I wanted to be a streetwear brand. And I just noticed that I'm competing, you know, this is just a big competition. And it's like, it's just eat me by myself. There's never been a Peralta Project team. It's always been me. So I noticed that, obviously, there's always been a million Brooklyn shirts, right? A million. Mm-hmm. I so, so much no, I just saying. I'm not saying, hey, no but no I'm no just saying, no. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> so I was like, I noticed that, you know. Washington Heights just had this one really terrible shirt that said, Washington Heights, home of the haze. Somebody made a shirt. Home of the what? Haze. It was out in the 2000s. It was really terrible. I think it's like home of the hate for a
2: second. Was, no, Haze. I was, so
1: I was like, you know what? I've always been very uptown, very Washington Heights. So that's what I did. I started to make Washington Heights. I made a Washington Heights hat, hoodie, whatever, and stuff that was more uptown, the defend uptown thing. Mm-hmm. And then a few years of, and then I would throw one, like, some Dominican shit, and then, um and then I started to, do women things, Mm. and then I, I started doing like, instead of New York, I started, I did Nueva York, you know, so, that was my favorite, yeah, so, so, so that's how, you know, I invented the NUY thing, you know, and then, I just started to think, oh, what else can I do for women, because women really support the Peralta project, Mm -hmm. and it was just like, you know, I did a shirt that he said bruja, you know, and it was more kind of like I, w- I was dating a girl at that time, my ex-girlfriend, and he, her and her best friend would call each other bruja, bru. And I was like, yo, I should make a shirt that says bruja, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, this whole, the whole thing with Morena, and the thing about Morena, it has double meaning. You know, there's like, there's somebody who's dark-skinned, but also a, a Morena is a woman that has dark hair. Oh, oh, like so. I've
2: always heard it as like a, a carinosa like, term. like brunette. No, yeah, it's
1: it's a term of endearment. But what but this is the 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 genius behind it is that if I'm making a, a shirt una una mujer dominicana or boricua whatever you know will wear it because like a term of endearment you know or you could be dark skin but if you're from the west coast you know una mujer morena is a woman with dark hair mm. there, if you look there's a brand called La Morena. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so orange, i get yeah. from a sales sales perspective i get all the sales yeah. i get all the that's why i also so have you
2: were thinking about it just like overall that's
1: right um like just i don't know sales. i mean look i was just thinking about you know just i don't know these things didn't exist doing a shirt carice morena doing i have a shirt that ne- yeah. is negra you know
0: that must be so much fun though to have like this playground this thing where like no one's tapping into that you just you know like sky's (sighs) the limit in a sense creative yeah
1: i mean i i i've i've been lucky and i think that what with me is that i'm very my friend says that said this to me when it comes to my art and i think i do the same thing with Mm -hmm. graphic design or whatever i pay attention to the mundane Mm -hmm. so because of that's that's you know there so there's things i'm very absurd observant you know what i'm saying so it's almost like a comedian. A comedian does like, uh, like a Jerry Seinfeld. Does his co- his comedy is uh, observational humor. Mm-hmm. But I'm a very observant person, so it's like a lot. I'm thinking about one. I'm um I'm thinking about the past of like the things about my culture that sticks out, the past and stuff like that. You know, it, you know, is if it's you know doing a shirt that has you know un azabache, like. You know, and now is a thing because it's like now these things didn't exist no more. I mean this these things didn't exist before, but now it's a thing. People have a lot more people want to show their pride. Right. So I am outfitting people who want to show their pride. Right. The whole thing when the Afro Latino word started to become a lot Old, more popular, right? right? Yeah, when
0: it started to stick.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm not a f I wasn't a fan of it mm. because I don't like being We don't talk like that in the Dominican Republic and in Puerto Rico and in Cuba. Well, in Cuba, they say Afro-Cubans or whatever. But we don't talk that way. People, you know, it's like I feel like me saying I'm Afro-Latina. Like, my sister it looks like you, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, I have, you know, Dominicans, we're all shades and colors or whatever. So it's just like. At the end of the day, we're, d- we're all Dominicans. It's not about being Afro this or whatever and blah blah. Somos todos Dominicanos.
2: But wait, mm. you just because she's your sister, so she still has like more blood in her. Well, blood the, in no,
1: her. but we're not from padre y madre. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So like my my siblings have different dads, mm-hmm. but we're all family. Yo tengo primo y prima que son que son They're super white, super light skin, mm-hmm. like you know. And then he's he, he's super and super black. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a rainbow. And that's the beauty of being Dominican. That's the beauty of being from the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? Do you
2: identify as Moreno?
1: But I don't need to identify with something when you look at me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't identify with my race. I identify with my culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just two different things. So
2: you don't, you don't say that you're Afro Latino. Like you don't believe. that. I don't
1: say I'm Afro Latino. I don't. I don't. No, no. I'm not saying that I don't believe it. So mm-hmm. I might say that I'm Afro if I'm t- depending who I'm talking to. I don't need to tell you I'm Afro Latino. Right. right. But if I'm talking to some white person that's from whatever, I need to force them to think a little bit differently. So I'll say, so then I might say I'm Afro Latino. Right. So right. they could understand so if you're in
2: that. California where they've never seen a like Yeah. Dominican so they could understand They look at you, they're like, oh, he's black like me. And you're yeah. like, no, I'm. Yeah. So,
1: so, th- so they know that I'm this dark skinned dude, right, who speaks Spanish that is not from, his, his heritage is not from America. From another country. And so you know that there's other black people around the world. It's not just a American phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Right? So so when when I started to accept that and be like, you know what, this is more of a of a of a statement, right? I was like, all right, I need to create, I want to create an Afro-Latino shirt, but it needs to be like I'm very, you know, mm-hmm. with me, I'm all about design. I'm all about design. You know, my aesthetic and everything, I app- the way I approach to things, I'm not lazy with my graphics, right? Because this is what I love to do, uh, mm. you know? So, it's like I was there and I was wor- sitting down and working the, the Latina word or whatever. And I was like, yo, a fucking pick as an eye. That's beautiful. So, it's a symbol. People buy that shirt not even knowing that it's, a po- it's an Afro-Latina shirt because mm. the eye has a pick. People just yeah, call it Latina. Es que la gente no some people don't pay attention. So, now, going back to your Moreno thing. The Afro Latina outsells the shit out of the Afro Latino shirt. Mm-hmm. Outsells the shit out of it. Men are not uh, for. I've, there's only a handful of men who are part of. If you just see it, look. If you you on if you on Twitter, or whatever, the movement is all it's all ran by women. There's Public only
0: women are are much more conscious in any type of. Like, that setting is very much... And, and you not know, someone who's who works in that type of setting.
1: And you know why? It's true. It's more women than men. You know, you know why? It's
2: not to say that men... There aren't women. No. Men. You know
1: why? Because there's right, more there's women more in women. college than men. There's but more women... it also
2: wo- concerns me that men aren't acknowledging their blackness.
1: But it's not about that. It's not about acknowledging... The thing is this. is that, look... Or our this, history in general. But but if you don't go to college, if you don't go to school, you don't have a higher education, how are you going to learn and acknowledge it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, education in this country is a privilege right so there's more men in there's more men of color black and latino in jail than there is in college when i went to college there was i was first of all at nine o'clock in the morning or whatever there was always just like mad women and like just a handful of men going to work when i come to school and, and i'm taking classes or whatever it's all women and just a handful of men of color so that's still something that happens. So men are not getting educated about it.
2: That's also it. systematic, right? Yeah. No, sure. I know. Yeah. Sure. So I'm
1: just saying. So I'm just saying. So it's just like percentage-wise, there's not that men that are conscious like that. The niggas yeah. in the hood go to the block and ask them niggas. Go go to any fucking corner right now.
2: But it's been, for me, it's been the men in my life that has been like, you're black. It was. It took a man to explain to me, like, yo, same old, different drop off. Like, that was, my older brother would explain to me, yeah, like, even brother, my mom. My Your mom brother would tell might me, be educated. Right. Yeah. But they would explain to me, because it's like my hair texture, I, my, my skin might be like, but my hair texture is very, like, afro, you know, the way that I heal for, I get keloid. So it's like, those things that I, you can't hide that. So here's my thing, Right. Again, I come from a different perspective. I understand the Dominican perspective because I was raised by a Dominican woman that was my godmother. As far as, like, ensuciando la raza and, like, you know, not wanting to be with a moreno, a dark-skinned man, whatever it may be. For me, as a Puerto Rican, the concern is, again, we have more years in this country than Dominicans. The more that we don't identify with our blackness, the more they could divide us which is exactly what they did we d- spoke earlier in this conversation about how when puerto ricans came here they were put in the projects with morenos so now we're black like them that we we're, we're treated the same way well we that was thrown in jail but an, yeah you know? but an all an those, anymore. those drug sweeps they were doing it with puerto ricans and and black people at yes. first before dominicans got here in the 80s well well
1: first of all dominicans has been here since 40s 50s 60s 70s. 40s and 50s so? yes there was but the thing is that because like I think there was a were, bigger migration, came in the 80s, there was right? a bigger migration. But let's not get it twisted. Dominican, the, as a matter of fact, the first migrant, the first free slave to come to New York City was Dominican. His name is Juan Rodriguez, and he was a free slave that was in the Dutch ship. So but, but besides knowing, that,
2: but knowing that, knowing the lineage of slavery and understanding that, what bothers me about the Dominican culture is the way that we push away. No, let's
1: not. Let's not see. This is the. This is the thing, right? Let's not, there's a lot of anti-blackness in okay community. sure but yeah, let's but let's not, let's let's not get it twisted mm-hmm. okay there are dominicans who are extremely I'm not mad no 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 see this is this is always this is always some narrative and i'm here to put that to put that to rest not every dominican thinks that way not every dominican not every dominican in dominican republic thinks that way and you I it's literally people who are not educated and people who are educated you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's plenty of Dominicans in the Maker Republic that 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 know what they, that that practice their African shit. First of all, we cannot be anti-black because everything about most of everything are in our culture in the Maker Republic is some African shit. Absolutely. Okay, so that's <laughs> no there's no like being anti-black. See, si la gente, if, if there's there's if they're being ignorant, that's a different story. Yo, my friend, my friend, uh, Fred. Yo. His his family grew up. His father and all to son Dominicano, grew up celebrating Kwanzaa and all that shit. I was like, really? Where? Like, I was fucking sh- <laughs> completely crazy. shocked. That's you know crazy. what I'm I've saying? Never heard of that. You know that? And here in the United States, like, that's not just because some 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 ignorant kid who never who didn't never went never took higher education.
2: But it's usually the it's usually the older life Pero, so grandmother okay, that's but like grandmother. Like, so okay,
1: so my mother, right? Stop going to school in the third grade, Mm -hmm. right? To take care of her family. My mother doesn't know a map. My mother just thinks that the Dominican Republic in the United States. My mother has no concept of okay. a globe. Yeah. So why would I expect this woman to, to... to Your mother
0: also grew up in the regime during Trujillo. So that's right. a whole other part. Yeah. That, that's Did, part she of that whole Did she leave
2: because of Trujillo? Did no, no. My mom, Trujillo?
1: my mom was born in 1945. So in Trujillo was killed in 1960-something. And my mom came here in... My mother came here in like early 70s. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my mother was poor in the American Republic. My mother lived in you know a, they were poor, pero they had their own tierra, whatever, and stuff like that. And she just decided to come to, in, to New York City because she wanted to help out her family. And she went from the Republic to Puerto Rico and came over here. The but hell. my
0: dr pa- dr is so problematic because dr and it's so it's so complex to try to get people to understand. DR basically went through like we had our own Hitler that there's a land split of people who are literally brainwashed amongst each other. Yeah. There are people who are convinced that they are better.
1: Yeah. Right. And it was but part of it was part of the plan. It was when you when you look, when you keep a co- when you keep a country deaf, dumb, deaf, dumb and blind, yes. you cut, co- you come pu- you come So that is what's bad. That's the history of Dominican Republic. People got to understand that in Cuba, in Cu- they all know how to read all of them el campesino yeah. is free education in the mm-hmm. American republic they don't give money to education they understand that you keep the people ignorant Absolutely. and that's how and that's how you manipulate it so not- what happened mm-hmm. with trujillo is like trujillo was was like super anti black or whatever and and anti you know anti Haitian or whatever His was other mother shit was black right I was black, was black. you know and then it's like and then you have Balaguer, you know Balaguer take over mm-hmm. you know and the thing what happened was when trujillo was killed Juan Bow won. There was a there was a uh, there was a democratic election and Juan Bo won, right? Juan Bo was super smart man, but the United States was afraid of Juan Bo because he was a socialist, right? So what happened? The United States w- invaded the Dominican Republic and Juan Bo fled because yeah. they didn't want him to be there. Because they were afraid that they're gonna have another Cuba and they didn't want another Cuba Absolutely. in a thing. So what happens? So when 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 Trujillo got killed. Balaguer left because they were killing everybody that was part of uh, the, that regime. Mm-hmm. So what happened? The United States went grab Balaguer, wherever the hell he was, and put him into power. So what do you? So what? How do you expect? So Balaguer, who was Trujillo's right hand man, mm-hmm. kept on with the shit. Yeah. But for, but just that's a th-
0: long term brainwash. Yeah. That's so. And I understand what you're saying though, as far as like the problem with us not embracing our blackness. But you have to understand that like it's. You know, you've got the mixture of slavery on top of, uh, uh, you know, Trujillo. But it's a long Spanish term. Spanish colonial. Yeah, it's a long term of like extreme no, 100%. hatred when towards I, when black people. When so I, it takes a long time for people. That's why older folks are the ones who are the most affected by it. But he's right. There are a lot
2: of younger folks who don't.
1: That's a lot. When there. I
0: lived
2: in California, I would get a lot of Dominican. I mean, well black people that will be like i don't get why dominicans don't like black people or whatever and i'll just like tell them or try to explain it in a nice way like oh it's the through heel thing it gets a no little but weird. you know
1: what no but this is the thing that But you've
2: uh, made a better point which is that it's uneducated people because now that i think back anytime that i've ever been told that or, or you know whatever it's been by a person that's not very educated. let me tell you something
1: but let's let's also stop with the narrative that Dominicans are the only one that don't like African Americans because Caribbean people are the same way. One hundred percent. All right, no, then. So, so then. So too. I have my No, but I'm not even saying it's Jamaicans, is Africans, side. it's Nigerians. Yeah. People don't want to associate with being African American, right? So how come they get a pass when they're pro wherever they're from, but because the Dominicans says that?
0: I don't think they necessarily get a pass. I don't think it's spoken about as much. Well, so then but that's what I'm saying. There is there is a, a double standard. Because the thing is too to is you. like. African American and Africans. Africans don't want they they consider you know folks who are born here, black folks, to be less educated, less. They believe a lot of this shit has to do with like media. They believe so a lot exactly. of. shit exactly. Si, so entonces,
1: So entonces, y'all expect some Dominican, some dumb. Because the people coming here, the people coming to the maker to New York City that are the, that are Dominican are not are not the elite because elite are fucking educated. They have great jobs in the Maker Republic. public. They all speak English. They have land. They, 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 no, it's not, I mean, shit, we got, I got land too, but yeah, I'm not even late. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, you know, these people travel. You know how many people I, I know yeah. that from DR like that went to school here, mm-hmm. that come here to shop, that go to Europe or whatever and stuff like that. Them people are not coming, they can to live in New York City. They don't need to. They live I good like lives it. in the Maker Republic. public. So we got la gente que sono, que no son educada que vienen aquí, and it's just like and and you know and the thing is too is like in the American public, so that that that's another thing that annoys me is like that labeling of shit is an American thing.
2: A hundred percent. So
1: then why we got to why we got to do that?
2: See, but that's exactly what I'm trying to get at. Right. The less that we acknowledge our blackness, the less that we say I'm not black or I don't identify with that part of me. I'm this, which is like designer black is what the way that they see it. Like, What's oh, designer I'm designer black, designer black being like, I'm that not black. Thing, I'm right? Puerto Rican. I'm not black. I'm Cuban. I'm not black. I'm Panamanian to not acknowledge or just to be like, yeah, I'm black. Again, I am a light-skinned woman that acknowledges the fact and that I'm what, black. And what, because what kind I of treats are you going to get when you, but when because you do if that? I, it's not about the treats. It's I know, I'm because fucking with I, you. I, it's because if I don't, if I don't continue to, they continue to divide us.
1: That's nah, not the vibe. People- hundred
2: percent. But how do you expect that's, people- That's exactly what they did to black people with light skin versus dark skin.
1: How do you expect- You have
2: African Americans that argue about, oh, well, I'm light skin. Or, how? oh, she, she thinks she cute because she this, light skin. This
1: world is all fucked up, man.
2: It's But it's all because of, again, not to go all really back to but racism and slavery and all that. There was, I forgot who it was, but there was literally a conference held during the slave times. Like, yo, if we divide them in this way to believe about light skin Ooh. versus dark skin- They'll fight each other, and we don't even right. gotta do it. Not, all, we black, just step to the not side. all black,
1: not all black folks accept us as being black either.
2: One hundred percent. So but then, that's why. So but then that I don't. Cimentos, I, I'm not eh? scared of that though. I again, I lived in California with a bunch of black people, and they look. But here crazy in New York. I'm like, I'm you know, black. You know, you know, and they're it's like, a, what do you mean You're black? You know, You're like, I know I'm light skin. Black but I'm men black. don't
1: ex- don't black men don't. I feel like black men don't respect Latin men. Every time they, they like to call people Spanish niggas like fe- Spanish niggas, y'all Spanish niggas. Yeah, fetishize over Latin women. They all want Latin women. Like this there's this that's this not let's this not you know, it's like I think, there's just a I lot think of shit. All I this know?
0: has to come down to is these layers and these yeah. labels. That's ultimately what it all comes down to. And I think no matter what we do, there's uh there's a system that praises lighter skin than yes. darker skin.